welcome back to the Ridgeback Recap on RiotRadio.ca. Sorry, I'm like moving my mic. I fell very far. Anyways, we are your host, Killing Corrado. We are back to talk about the Ridgeback men's hockey team and everything you need to know about the latest games. We also have interviews. I feel like I say that like 17,000 times so far. Well, yeah. We have to switch up our roles. No. We used to. No. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Elephant in the Room, it's been a while since we had a show. Two weeks. About two weeks. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there's been many games that have happened since the last time we had a show. Five? I think so. Five. Just about. Uh, but we have also had a game. Kayla and I have started our intramural hockey season. It's about time. And we didn't win our first game. Okay, we tied. But we didn't lose either. See, why did you have to say we tied? Why did you <laughs> cut me off? I was, I was setting it up, and you ruined that moment for me. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tied. I scored. Kayla didn't, for the record. Did I not set that up, though? Nope. Okay. You got the third assist. That second. isn't tracked. No, 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 it was definitely the third. It was the second. No, because you passed it to somebody who shot it from the point. The rebound went to one player, and that player passed it to me, and I scored. So you got the third that assist. Was, I started it, though. It's not tracked. If that first pass wouldn't have gone up it's there, not tracked. you would have scored. <laughs> 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 Kayla has new pants. Hockey pants that she can't skate in. No. Okay, so what happened wasn't my choice to get new hockey pants. But my pants that I originally have have, like, a giant hole. If you're watching on, it's, like, <laughs> like right in, like, like above the padding. You know where there's a like little section where it doesn't oh, have yeah. the padding? Mm-hmm. Giant hole. But I have pant shells. Prado would be proud of me for saying shells. Uh, and that's not what pant covers. Mm-hmm. Um... That covered it, so no one ever knew there was a hole, and I got away with it. And they were amazing. I could move, probably because of the hole. It doesn't matter. And then my mom found out and took my pants and gave me new ones. <laughs> Just tuck your pants? <laughs> no, yeah. So now I can't move. So I'm trying to find my old ones again, but I don't know where they went. If there is... So, okay. In my opinion, the list of the worst parts of equipment to break in when you first pants. get them... The f- number one on the list is probably skates. Pants. Skates. Pants. Are you saying pants is second? I don't. I just don't like the pants. <laughs> no, I agree. But when with the was skates. the last time you had new skates? I had graphs. That's already an issue. <laughs> I love them. Um, and then the you know how on graphs where like you break the blade and you, where are you gonna go from there? They don't have replacement blades. So yeah, okay. So some pairs of skates come with a. Uh, it's like a quick trigger release of the blade. So if a blade breaks, you can buy a new blade rather than buying a new skate. Uh, back in Kayla's day, <laughs> the skates that she used didn't have that. So they it, basically what you could have done was buy a blade holder. I could have. It just was more expensive than honestly just buying new skates. And like I kind of needed them anyways. But I got a slap shot to the blade and it like snapped in half. So I got new skates. But that was like, ooh. Like, I'd like to say Bantam. Okay. What, 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 eight, what, how many years is that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like five? Six? No. I'm going to do the math in my head. You keep talking, and I'll figure it out. Okay. So, in my, <laughs> for, for me, the worst pair, the worst thing to break in in hockey is skates. Just because there's so much, like... Because when you buy a new pair of skates, if you have a good enough pair, you can get them. It's called baked, where they basically put them in the oven to uh, basically, like, 
get the heat molded material nice and soft. Seven years. There you Seven go. Years. She got it. Seven years ago was the last time she got knee skates. That, no, that can't be right. Did my feet stop growing when I was 14? Sorry, I totally, I totally interrupted you. That can't be right. Oh my goodness. So when you buy a new <laughs> pair of skates, you can heat mold them. <laughs> you put them on and uh, you put them in the oven for 15 minutes. You take them out, you put them on for 15 minutes. And they'll basically start molding to your foot. Um, but it's still, even after that, it still kind of hurts. There's a little bit of like the break-in period is what it's called. And it, it doesn't feel very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, skates is the number one thing on the list. Second, gloves. I was actually just about to say that. I don't like, I don't like trying to work in gloves. Because like, so my old gloves that I had, I had them for like probably four years. And they, uh, there's like no padding left in them. So if I like get hit, I'm hitting my finger basically. My fingers are popping out. But I didn't want to buy new gloves for the longest time just because I really like how broken in they were and I like how soft they were. But finally broke out and oh, bought a pair of gloves. They're so nice. They're already <laughs> really soft and Kayla's very jealous. Okay, so the thing with my gloves is I'm a person that does not like getting new gloves. And second, they are very expensive. Like, don't give me that. They're, they're expensive. expensive. And so my gloves currently, like my thumbs are out and I got a hole in the palm. And I actually broke my thumb with these gloves because they're not that good. But I'm going to use them until my hands fall out of them. <laughs> uh, next thing, I hate using a new stick that I haven't ever tried before. Can we just talk about how many sticks you've gone through in like maybe like three months? In three months? Two of them. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's been two of them. I think there's like three broken sticks of yours in my car alone. No, there's two of them. <laughs> and no, well, there's only one of them because I took one out. But there's only two of them. Plus um, the one you broke at Campus Ice Center, which was your true stick. That was the second one. Mm-mm. Yes, there's the, yeah, there's the black and red uh, STX that I broke, mm-hmm. and then it was the true stick. What's you, the third? Didn't you break the other true stick that you had when you bought the new true stick? You broke that one too. You're right. It is three <laughs> of them. It's because okay. So for the past literally like three years, I've been I've been buying the same true stick just because I love the stick. The durability is clearly not very good if oh, I had to... but it's to... a really nice stick. Yeah, I bought... So, when I first tried the stick, I bought two of them, like, immediately. Uh, broke both of them in the span of a year. And then I bought another one, like, three... Or f- maybe maybe three months ago, two tops. And I used it. And it broke within three months. And I was very upset. And I was going to buy another one. But I was like, you know what? The stick keeps breaking, and I'm spending way too much money on hockey sticks, so let's maybe try a different one. Tried it. I'm enjoying it, but I wish it was the other one. Just not as bad in durability. I am going to wrap up this conversation by saying no hockey equipment is fun to break in. I don't, I don't like it. Elbow pads, are they're pretty serious. I have not bought elbow pads. Elbow? It's elbow. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about what we are here to actually talk about. What's the name of our show again? No, I'm just kidding. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a lot of games to talk about. So I'll start off Friday the 11th. Of what month? February. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, so they played Queens, and it was away. Uh, they won four to one, and goals by Andrew Sirius, and that would be. I nope, be- nope, nope. I I told you that, and it's wrong. It wasn't his first goal of the season. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> False information. It was his second of the season. Second goal of the season. Um, and that was assisted by Matthew Barron, Colin McLean, 
and Evan White. No. Colin McLean scored the second goal. My notes are all over the place. Okay. Okay, I I got it, I got it, I got it. Colin McLean scored the second goal. That was assisted by Evan White and Pierre-Luc Lorette. And then there was two from Matthew Barron, assisted by Andrew uh, Sirius and Jack Patterson. And then the next game on Sunday, the 13th. The Ridgemont plays Queens. I'm talking really slow, so I like catch myself if I mess up here. <laughs> um, so this time it was at home at the Campus Ice Center. Unfortunately, lost four to one. Um, the goal was by Andrew Sirius. He's on a little streak. He's doing good. Um, assisted by Noah McMullen and Matthew Barron. So before we move on to the next games, I just want to talk about those two games uh, specifically. So Queens is the number one team in the division. They are 11-1 and one this season. Their two losses did come from the Ontario Tech Ridgebacks. Um, yeah, they're they're obviously the top team in the division. Uh, Twenty three points in thirteen games, um, <clears throat> and for the most most of the this season, it's been them and Ontario Tech up there. There's just there's quite the gap between the Queens and Ontario Tech. Um, every game has been, despite the scores, very close, very close matchups. It's a good game, yeah. Yeah, Ontario Tech won one of them in a shootout. Um, and with the departure of Austin Eastman, Andrew Sirius actually got basically moved up into that first line role he's with, doing really good. with like Matthew Barron and Jack sure. Patterson. And obviously, he's been getting points, and you know he's been doing good on the power play too. Um, so I actually did play by play for that second game where they lost four one, and Sirius scored the only goal. I kid you not, he was on his back on the ice, and the puck hit him in the helmet and went in. <laughs> I, like I wish I was joking. It was it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I wasn't um, there, unfortunately, so I didn't get to see that. Yeah, no, but the, these two teams, like, despite the scores, they're much closer on paper. And uh, weird stat, every game that was here in Oshawa, Queens has won. And every game that was over there in um, Kingston, Ontario Tech has won. But we will hear more about that. Prado's jumping the gun a little bit. I'm teasing here. it. It's called a <laughs> teaser. Leave me alone. Oh, yeah. um, on February 16th, they played the Nipissing, the Nipissing Lakers in North Bay. They lost 3-2. to two. Uh, Goals by Matthew Barron, assisted by Andrew Sirius and Jack Patterson. Again, that's the whole first line getting on the score sheet. Uh, Sirius also scored, which was assisted by White and Callisti. Um, yeah, I mean, losses against teams that aren't queens at this point are going to be kind of kind of tough, but it is what it is. Uh they, on the 18th, they played against RMC. On the 18th and the 22nd, they played against RMC. They won both. The first game was 4-1. That one was in Kingston. And the second game was 4-3 in overtime, which Kayla and I were there, and that was an exciting game. Yes. Again, goals by Sear Youth, JC, Jack Patterson, and Sean Ross in the first game, and then Evan White in the second game with two goals from Patterson and Stephen Callisti with the which overtime was a winner. nice Cool. And I love the celebration after. It was, yeah, so Callisti stripped the um, RMC defenseman at the blue line, and there was a, t- a quick two-on-one the other way with him and Ross. And then he gave it to Ross, and Ross gave it back to him, and he put it in. It was yeah. an easy cross-crease. And the amount of emotion was just a lot of fun to watch. I honestly love, like, I'm a huge I think I've mentioned this so many times, I'm a huge person for, like, passing and playmaking. I just love how, like... You don't have any assists, though, in our, in our game. You didn't have any assists. <laughs> um, but... I have those stats up here too. You don't believe me? See, you have zero assists. There's a big zero next to your name. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I love seeing just like it wasn't just one pass and then a shot. Like it just went back 
and forth until it was open and mm-hmm. they knew they could get it in, which is good to see. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think Ontario Tech was winning that game and then RMC came back. So this is kind of a sad stat. RMC this season is 1-10-4, so that's one win, 10 losses, and four overtime losses. That one win coming against the Ridgebacks. It, it's there was, it's crazy to see the the four overtime losses, though. I mean, they're working for it, though. Yeah. They're, they're still up there. Like, they're still getting the goals, getting the points, keeping it like a tied game and just not getting the win out of it. Yeah. Um, that one game they lost, it was a 2 nothing win where it was basically one nothing for the whole game and the other goal was an empty netter. Uh, that's that's two points that Ontario Tech wishes they could have back, but that's just not the way it goes, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's there's six games left in the regular season. It's shaping up to be an exciting time for um, come the playoffs. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's 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 going to be tight. Queens, obviously, the number one team in the division, but Ontario Tech and Nipissing are battling for that. Uh, second place seed. Ontario Tech has it now with uh, 17 points, but Nipissing two points back with one game in hand. So if they win, if they were to win that one game, they'd be tied, and then there'd be some sort of tiebreaker stat they look at. But it's it's going to be tight. That second, that second spot in the division is going to be a fun battle down the stretch. Um, coming up after the music break, we'll be recapping the first half of the season. <laughs> what? <laughs> I actually forgot to change that line. We will not be recapping the first half of the season. I mean, we can. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants me to go along with it, so then it doesn't show. No, I actually forgot to change that line. My bad. We will actually be coming back to listen to some interviews and talk about some players, not recap the first half of the season. We already did that. It's an old <laughs> show. <laughs> Don't forget, you can follow us on DCSA Riot Radio and our own personal podcast Instagram, at Ridgeback re- re- Recap. Do you want to get a follower account? Because we haven't done that in so long. I think it's 80. Sure. I think it's 80. It, see what you're doing. If it's not 80, then I'm going to torture you for saying it's 80 and it not being 80. Let's see. It's 80 on the dot. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to play some music right here on riotradio.ca.
Uh, welcome back to the Ridgeback Recap on RyeRadio.ca. I want to start off by talking about Christian. Do you want to say the last name? Because I'm, I'm, I already know that I'm not very... Matisse. Thank you. So, yeah, Christian Matisse. He he is the basically new backup goalie for the Ridgebacks uh, because Michael Boulian uh, decided to go to the ECHL. Um... He played junior. His last game before the one he had this weekend was just about two years ago. It's funny, we were watching, and we know that they were scouting after they knew that some of their players would be leaving, so we were like, okay, like, I wonder what team he played on. So I'm searching it up. doesn't really say much. I'm like, okay, well, he was scouted somewhere, and then it, we actually found out after the game that he hasn't played in two years, which was crazy to honestly see because he played pretty good. Yeah. Like, you, you couldn't be able to tell that, like, he didn't play for two years. Because you can definitely tell that I haven't played in two years. <laughs> so, I'm, what are you typing? Over I'm there? I'm trying to get his stats. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, he 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 played junior um, here in uh, like here here in in Ontario. Um, he, well, yeah, like you said, he hasn't he didn't play for over two years before yesterday, and. Uh, that's a tough spot for any player, let alone a goalie, right? Like, goalies are so in tune and they're so used to getting, you know, sh- puck shot at them. And it's different from when you're in practice doing drills to when it's an actual game where, like, if one go- gets in behind you, it's like, a- depending on the time of the game, it could be, like, a detrimental goal to let in. Um, it's also funny because uh, we were watching the game and there was a play where it was, a, like, a breakaway. And he came out of his net and, like, poke-checked it. And I, I was talking to Crotto about it, like, when uh, when it happened. I was like, I love to see, like, that's just confidence in a goalie. And then finding out he hasn't played in two years, I'm like, wow. Yeah, so it, it was a rolling puck that was coming close. Like, it was about at, like, the, the, the hash, hash marks, marks area. And um, an RMC player was, like, in pursuit of it, trying to get it. And if he gets it, it's a clear shot on the breakaway. Uh, but Christian made the decision to come out and play it. And it, was, it would have been very close, but... Like Kayla just said, it's that that's a that's a split second decision. That's like, that's not taught. That's just instinct. And like, what do I do? Do I do it? Do I not do it? And he just did it. Oh, and he it didn't worked hesitate. Out. Yeah. It was like first thing he thought of doing was that, and it it worked. Um. So the yeah. last the last time he played was in the OJHL with the Toronto Junior Canadians. That was the 2019-20 season. So that would have been even before COVID was uh, well, even before COVID happened. He hadn't played since then. Uh, we will get to hear from him because we did interview him, which was, which was nice. It's funny because we didn't, we didn't know that he didn't. We were trying to figure out like why his teams weren't on like elite prospects. We were like, that's so that's so strange. And we actually found out from Callisti, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that he hasn't played in two years, which was just kind of cool. I don't know. I just find it cool. Yeah. So because we, <laughs> we spoke to Stephen first, and he told us like, you know, for him to not have played for over two years, and to, for him to come in here in his first game here and win, it's kind of remarkable and that's when we know it's like oh wow he hasn't played for two years so exactly. we didn't even we didn't even find that um so yeah we'll take you to the interviews we have right now so obviously it's your first uh first game and first win here in the uh in youth sports uh first question how long has it been since you played like a competitive hockey game with COVID and all that stuff uh, it's probably been about almost two years now to date. It was like March 2020 probably. Um, yeah, it's been a little while, but it felt good to be back out there. Yeah, how, yeah, like 
Again, just can you describe what, what you're feeling right now in your first game, first win? Yeah, a little, like, just, just super excited. Like, I mean, couldn't have drew it up any better. Penalty shot, overtime, everything like that. It was a good game. Just happy the boys kind of pulled it out for me. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, appreciate it. Good. So, big win here on Tuesday. Uh, you had the, obviously, game-winning goal in overtime. How does it feel to just get this win? Yeah, you know, it's great. Um, it was a long time coming, I guess, and uh, we pulled it out, right? It was a little bit tough going through the first periods. We lost a couple guys, but we battled back and we got it done. In this league, how quick do you have to adapt to, you know, like, like you just said, losing a couple guys early and having to play the rest of the game short? Yeah, you know, um, just like any other game, um, just kind of got to make do with what you got, and we did that tonight, and we got the win for the guys, so it was good. Uh, Christian Matisse with his first win, what does that mean just as uh, for the whole locker room? Yeah, it's great. Um, he hasn't played in a couple of years, so it was good to see him get that done. And uh, just a good note going to the next game here. All right, perfect. No worries. Thanks, guys. Good. What's going on today? Not much. Same old. Um, yeah? Yeah, so I guess just a uh, quick breakdown on the past couple weeks of games. Just, uh, you know, ever since coming back from the long break, what, uh, what have you seen, what are you liking, and what, what do you want to improve on? Yeah, we're all, you know, I've been pretty happy with the team. Um, you know, I think we're, uh, I guess, three and two here. And, uh, you know, we had some losses over the, the, the January there, of course, that, that altered the dynamic of our team. So we're, we're trying to, you know, we're piecing it together and guys are in new roles and and, uh, and getting more opportunities and, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, um, you know, we're, we're playing the game hard for sure. There's never an issue with our work ethic. Um you know, we'd like to score a little bit more, uh, I think. <laughs> It'd be nice if we could capitalize on some of our chances. But uh, uh, we, we're just continuing to work on our identity here, which is, a, you know, a hard-working, tough-to-score-on kind of team. And uh, we, we just uh, we have six games to go, and we just want to keep forging that identity kind of game by game here so that we're ready to come playoff time. Um, so we did hear that yesterday Christian played his first game, and I think it was uh, two years. Um, and that yeah. was a big win for him. Like, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, that's a tough spot for him. He, like you say, he hasn't faced game action in almost two full years, and that, that's tough on any player, let alone a goalie. So, uh, you know, we, we played a real good first period in front of him, I think, uh, gave him time to settle in, and uh, and he was able to touch a few pucks. So I thought he did a good job yesterday and, uh, and gave us a chance to win, and uh, I'm sure he'll get another opportunity uh, down the stretch here. Um, <clears throat> two important games against uh, Queens and a win one, lose one. It's kind of what it seemed to have been against them all season. Like, you guys go up one and then they'll come back and win. What, uh, I think you guys have one more game against them. What, like, that seems to be the, you know, the big matchup of the one-two in the division. What, uh, what, what do you want to try and see specifically against them, uh, like, improvements on? Well, it's, you know, we won both teams in their rink, and they won all three in our rink. And uh, I guess the positive is the last game is in their rink, which we're 2-0 in. So uh, they're, they're, the, they're the bar, of, you know, that's been set in the division. They're, they're uh, you know, they're obviously the top team, and they're very deep and, and talented and big and strong. So uh, it's really a good gauge. Uh, I mean, we play them tough every time, no matter what the score is. Uh, you know, that, that last game here in Oshawa got away from us a little bit in the end. Uh, it was a 2-1 game with 16, 17 minutes left to go. But uh, uh, we play them again, I, again, like I said, in a couple weeks' time here. And, uh, and I'm sure our guys will be ready to go. And uh, like I say, they're, they're, the, they're the team that everybody in our division gauges themselves against. And uh, I think we've, uh, we've shown pretty well against them. 
All right, perfect. Uh, thanks, Curtis. Um, All right, thanks so much. Yep. Okay, guys, have a great day. Okay. <laughs> I would like to mention something because this would originally go back to Corona, but I I said I wanted to come back on me because I need to mention what Corrado, the noises he was making <laughs> before we came on. We didn't demonstrate what you were doing. No. <laughs> it's a voice exercise. I'm getting like, I'm just, you know, leave me be. Please do it. You went, you had an acting course where you did like voice practice and stuff. You should no know one, what I was doing. No one goes, oh, la, la, la. That's not what I did. That's exactly <laughs> No, I did it faster. <laughs> do it for us. No, I will not. <laughs> I do that for like five seconds just to get, you know what? I'm, I feel like I'm getting torched. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, as Curtis was saying, the and as I was saying earlier, that, that Queen's Tech is, it's it's going to come down to the wire. And then even that second seed between Nipissing and Tech will come down to the wire. Um, and it's funny that I mentioned that, because their next four games, I kid you not, Nipissing, 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 and Nipissing. <laughs> So a lot of lo I think it's because a lot of those ones were postponed, right? Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a lot of time to get to know each other, and I'm sure I'm sure they'll be friends by the end of it. Oh no, yeah, absolutely not. Oh. They're not gonna like each other. Um, but we knew that because that's one of the first things we talked about on our show was they only played like what four, three yeah, other teams. three teams. Yeah, There's only four teams in the division. And in the first ever in the first playoff game they have this season, they might play a team they haven't seen, which is kind of unfair. Nerving. But but kind of exciting <clears throat> for us. <laughs> um, yeah, so they'll get Nipissing on the 20th this this week, this weekend, basically. They play on Friday the 25th and Saturday the 26th, both over there in North Bay. Um, and then on March 3rd, next week, Thursday, they're back here at the Campus Ice Center at 7 p.m. And then March 5th, next Saturday, they're back in North Bay for 7 p.m., and then there's only two more games after that. So there's six final, there's a total of six games left. Um, March 8th, two, uh, two Tuesdays from now in Kingston against Queens, the last matchup against them. That'll be an exciting one. And then they wrap up the season on March 12th at 3 p.m. at the Campus Ice Center against RNC. It's kind of it's sucky for us to only have two more home games, unless I don't think either of us wants to travel to North Bay. Let's do it. <laughs> it's pretty far. That is a drive and a half. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, yeah, two more home games. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be doing play-by-play -play for both games. So, should come. Well, I guess if you come, you won't hear me. So, maybe... <laughs> I was going to say you should come and tune watch in. that. But if you can't come, then tune in and you'll hear my beautiful voice. I promise I won't do my voice practice live. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. You're going to do it live? No. For the stream? I do it before. Do you actually? Yes. Do you it, do that before you do anything? Yes. Have you not noticed? I've literally been... She knows. Yeah, our producers have noticed it. I've literally been doing it all the time before <laughs> I start speaking. It's so funny. <laughs> like, I just quit in because, like, I'm finally listening to you or something, maybe? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've, we've done a radio show for the almost, like, what, like, six, seven months now, and it's... <laughs> Jesus. It's so funny. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's the end of our show today. And it's not the first show of the semester, Kayla. You didn't change that either. Get with the program. It's the second show of the semester. <laughs> um, we won't be back next week. It's our reading week. We're taking a vacation after a vacation. 
So we'll be back here in two weeks. Don't forget to follow at DCSA Riot Radio and our own personal Instagram at Ridgeback Recap. Here's some music playing us out on riotradio.ca. <laughs>